Cubans are in the street of Cuba protesting and the left in this country is having a hard time framing exactly what is going on because they still want to sell the dream, the nightmare really, of socialism. We're going to discuss that. We're also going to discuss the fall from grace that porn star Stormy Daniels lawyer Michael Avenatti has faced with his two and a half year sentencing. And we're going to go through the journey with the mainstream media and how they hailed him as a messiah and just another example of how wrong they typically are. And then finally, we're going to discuss an article from USA Today and them having a problem with politicians who push America first. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. So, getting right into it, uh, the people of Cuba are protesting. They're marching in the streets right now. Twitter has a lot to say about it. And it's very funny and interesting seeing the left in this country try to <laughs> water down what's going on because they they need people to, to believe in socialism. They need people to think that it's a great thing. Yeah. So it's yeah. like it's 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 so funny. They're like cornered uh, like a, a rodent that's cornered and like is uh, they don't know what to do yeah. and and how to maneuver through the the narrative Jensak you had to circle back a couple few times because she didn't <laughs> know where the fuck to she's like fuck it's all a dead end what do I do and then she obviously then like copped out with like oh well you know whatever they're going through is, is bad and hopefully it gets resolved or some shit like some dumb petty shit that didn't really answer for anything actually Biden was a little bit more forward with it because I think that you, at this point you, you can't really not talk about it right right it's bad so he's oh i'm with the cuban people i mean not that he'll do anything about it but at least you know better than his press secretary but this is this is uh what's crazy because when you start seeing cnn articles talking about how bad it is and how people are chanting for freedom you can't really avoid that no because that's really what it is you know like it's not like there's really nothing you can write you know and believe me, if they could, they would. You know, and if and if Biden's press secretary press secretary could, she would uh, try not to talk about it, and and let us know how hot dogs are sixteen cents less, but everything else. Did you see that? No. Yeah, like she was bragging about how like I forgot. I think it was hot dogs or something was sixteen dollars sixteen cents less. Yeah, but what about the gas? <laughs> <laughs> and lumber oh my and oil. What world are these people in? Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's scary. When when you you really you're gonna applaud yourself 
for that, but like completely skip over everything else. But I only say that to say this to circle circle back to the fact that like this is unavoid unavoidable. You have to talk about it and you have to address it. Um, the only difference that that I think would be was I, I think with Trump, you would have gotten a lot more support and maybe maybe considered oh well we might have to do something about that you know yeah depending because i i feel like if it was and we talked about this in pre-production if it was like pre-pandemic where the economy was where everything was was good you made a valid point you said well if the economy was good and things were looking good on that front and people were kind of like happy in that regard you could kind of start focusing on a little bit more outside foreign issues you know yeah and and be forceful about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because, see, I feel like if Trump and his administration were in office right now, they definitely would fan the flames of this, if you will, like yeah. be hyping it up more than Biden's administration is. But ultimately, what can you really do? Because the world and so many Americans look down upon like invading a country you know what i'm saying because it's like yeah that's there's people protesting in the street but what is the united states gonna do are you gonna get you know some aircraft carriers and a bunch of uh soldiers and like go hit that island and 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 liberate these people i'm sure there'll be plenty of them that would be happy about it and and would be thankful for it but ultimately is that something that you can do? Is that something you're willing to do? How many votes would that cost you? You know what I'm saying? And then what implications does that start? Because it's like, well, Russia and 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 China are not going to like that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a communist regime um, yeah. that, that you're attempting to, to topple over. So it gets complicated. So... It's like, yeah, it, it's, it's, it shouldn't need to come to that though, because the reality is that if everybody was thinking logically and reasonably, you would know that how they got to that point yeah. was through some of the same avenues that are being pushed right now. Yeah. So it's just like, on, in one hand, it's hard for me to be for Biden and Jen Psaki and, and whoever on the left to be like, oh, well, we're with the people of Cuba. But like you're all for the shit that got them to where they're at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's so funny to me. It's like when when like I see people that are like pro Black Lives Matter. And like I know they they voted for Biden or 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 didn't vote for Trump or whatever, but they have a they have the nerve to be upset that like crime is like out 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 of hand and out of control. It's like, but everything you believe in leads you towards the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. So that that either shows how uninformed you are, or you're just like a, just all over the place. Well, I don't know what your deal is, but it's just it's hard for me to to really sympathize with your position here because you're for everything that leads to yeah. what you're complaining about. Yeah, I mean, you you go from point A to point B to point C. Like you didn't think about 
when you got the Z or were you just like when we get there we get there and then we'll see how we feel no that's not you know you have to when you're when you're voting or when you're for quote unquote a cause uh, you ought to make yourself very acquainted very well acquainted with what the fuck it is that they're pushing and move beyond the the logo and move beyond the the pizzazz and the and the headline right because we've broke it down here before black lives matter yeah you wrote it in that way because if you're like oh i'm not pro black lives matter you just said you're not pro black it doesn't sound good so you're selling something and you're marketing it as, as something that 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 it isn't and then when you start looking deep into what the founders are trying to push what their website clearly states uh that it's not good you don't you're not you don't believe in the nuclear family you don't believe in in you're very anti-capitalistic you don't believe in 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 there in, was a point they had on there that they didn't believe in private property yeah or and they it or did, yeah. and then they there's something along the lines of all private property that belonged to white people needs yeah. to be like divvied up or they gotta you know, like it was it was crazy they really had to tone that shit down because yeah. as more and more people found out about the organization yeah. they realized okay well we have to we have to like change the image here a little bit yeah even even like the the whole parenting thing oh well you know the community parents the children what do you mean community parents the children no the parents parent the children so everything that they pushed was just based off of Let's not leave the power to the parents. Let's not leave the power to the person, to the individual. Let's just yeah, it's all, all about, be equal. Yeah, it's all about alleviating responsibility because th this the the left and their agenda is in part based around this idea that well. It's no personal responsibility. No. The responsibility for what you have and what you obtain in your life is the government's responsibility. Yeah. And, you know, that's, well, the government only pays for things through what taxpayers fund. And, you know, yeah. it's just, it, it gets so ridiculous because it gets to the point where, I don't know if, if people think that, this stuff is free or I don't know because that's the thing sometimes I'm like well how could they not know that it comes from taxpayers but I don't know sometimes the way they vote and the way they talk I don't know sort of s suggests to me that like maybe they don't like fully think these things through yeah also like um, I feel like people they'll be like oh well what's in it for me now and then when they start thinking deeply about, oh, well, maybe I should. They're like, nah, I, I don't have time to think about this. I got other shit to worry about. It's I time to go tomorrow. drink. Yeah. yeah. It's time to party. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to work and I'm going to get out and I got family things to do and go to this party and we got to go here. We got to go there. And I'm not saying any of that is bad. What I am saying is you should prioritize your time also into knowing what the fuck you're voting for. Or don't, but then don't be so vocal about it, yeah. and don't and and maybe like stay out of the the voting thing because you don't even know what you're <laughs> voting for, you know? Yeah, but 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 have, but if you're gonna stay in the realm of voting, well, you should 
inform yourself as much as possible and really think about the angles of 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 what it entails to vote for certain things because you know you're voting for something that's not going to only affect you but everyone else and hence this cuba situation where now there's a regime in power that's been in power for what over 50 years yeah have hasn't let go of power and that country has stagnated, has not grown economically, and is now protesting and marching in the streets because of food shortages and all other types of shortages and such a shit quality of life, that's what you get. Like that's that's what that's what is provided. This is what I liked about Trump when it came to stuff like this. Because a lot of the struggling economy that they're they're uh dealing with were due to sanctions based off of like listen you're not aligned with how we view things so fuck that we don't fuck with you I think that's a great way to be like I don't fuck with you I'm not aligning myself with you but also not being involved like like that you know what I mean because to me that you have to you have to set a tone as a leader of your country who your friends are and who your enemies are, even if if you're gonna be respectful about it, but also be like, nah, fuck you, because with China he was the same thing, fuck you, sanctions. So so a lot of the stuff because of the the pandemic and because a communist economy is not really a free market economy, we know this. So if they fuck up and they're illiterate and dumb and they don't know what the fuck they're doing, as we know. Well then, shit, shit's gonna trickle down, and so now people can't eat good because they don't have the resources. The Cuban right. government doesn't have the resources because they're incompetent, and so then it shows. Like, well, and and I would imagine that's why Cuban people always stray to the right because they think, oh well, if we had options and we let people dictate this shit. And we had free market competition. This wouldn't be an issue. No, because it's not the government's job to feed people. But in a communist socialist regime, they make it their job to feed people because yeah. their whole mode of operation is redistribution. So, so I'm going to take from you because you produce. I'm going to take from you to give to them. But what they fail to realize is... You by doing that, the people that produce, you take away their incentive to produce. So now maybe the guy that produces, maybe off of his production, he could feed a hundred people. Nice. But if he stops producing, he's not. Enough, you're not, and now he's gonna rely on you to feed him yeah. because you took away his incentive. So it's like, well, why should I work harder and do what I what I'm gonna do yeah. to? So now, so now that's one more mouth to feed. Rather, had you not made that your job as the government yeah. and you let the free market do its thing, yeah. people make their own money to eat and buy and do as they please. And that's something that the government doesn't have to be involved in yeah. because the government could never do it efficiently anyway. Like the government can't if, if, if right now we're hungry, the most the government could do is maybe give us like a fucking cold sandwich and like a a, 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 a carton of milk 
versus but if what if we're on some well i want steak tonight i want yeah. steak and lobster tonight the government they can't provide that for everybody so what they're going to do is you're going to get the shit worst quality possible meal yeah. And, and it, that's going to be all the government could do. But I don't want that. I'd rather live in a system where I can work and make my own. And if I want steak and lobster, I'm going to eat steak and lobster. Yeah. Or if I want variety in general. Right. You know? But that, I mean, that that goes to what I just said is like, yeah. is like the idea that like you could get, you know, something great versus something that's minuscule. Based off of your own accord, yeah. based off of like your own effort and your own momentum, and I don't see what's so complicated about that. I don't yeah. see what's so hard to understand about that. Yeah, but the scary thing is, like, slowly we are really delving into that that mode of thinking. Yeah, because like everything now has to do with color. Like, it's so like I just it. I hate to think like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, a woman of color made this film. Well, how about just a woman? How about just a person? How about this was a real-ass movie and I liked it? Yeah. Why do we have to... I feel like we're, we've regressed we, so We much. have, and yeah. that's a good word that you use, regress, because I don't know if you've noticed this, and what really highlighted this in my mind and made me start paying a little bit more attention to it is uh there was this video recently from the youtube channel the take we've yeah. talked about some oh, of their yeah. stuff before yeah um you could tell that it's sort of it, they lean they have a, a a lot of good content but they when they get like into the realm of politics and they get into the realm of uh culture they definitely lean to the left you could yeah. see that and 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 there's also like a like a, a feminist undertone to like a lot of what they of what they produce yeah. and it, you know it's always narrated by women and whatever and I and I don't necessarily have a problem with that but they recently put out a video where they talk about the term adulting have you heard people use that terminology yes. yeah. it's like oh I'm it's a, another day of adulting adulting is so hard and it's funny because prior to this video I've always f found people that say that, like, I've always found, like, this level of discomfort when I hear people say that. Yeah. Because to me, it's just like, are you adulting or are you living, or are you just living life? Like, you're handling yeah. responsibilities, which you pretty much got to do your whole life. Like, your whole life, you have to handle responsibilities. Yeah. Unless, like, I don't know, maybe you lived a life where, like, your parents handled everything for yeah, you, but yeah. like in a normal life, you gotta like you know do your homework. You gotta kind of make sure all your books are in your bag, all your supplies for school, have lunch money, yeah, go to school, like you know, put your clothes on. Like there's always some degree of, of responsibility that you have to that you have to have and that you have to deal with. So this idea that it's like well now your responsibilities are different and it's yeah. now considered adulting. adulting yeah to me it's just like living life and and it's and it's interesting because i've come across a lot of people that will tell little kids like how bad it is to be an adult <laughs> but it's interesting to me because like 
I like being an adult like way better than I ever liked being a kid. Like there's like yeah. so much more control that I have. So yeah. to me, the way that it is for me, it's like I have like all the qualities of being a kid, but like with nobody to tell me that I can or can't do something. Yeah, yeah. And, and at least like that's the way that I've always like sort of formulated my life is like, well, it's yeah. like, well, when I grow up, I'm going to like do stuff, badass stuff. Yeah. But, like nobody could tell me that I can and can't do it. So we tend to be kind of childlike, though, in a way. Yeah. I don't know if you've kind of noticed that. Like when you talk, you know, like, like when I talk, like we do tend to be not like childlike, like immature, but like childlike, like we're really passionate about what the fuck we're doing. Like yeah. or what we're talking about. Like, and I feel that that some people, they feel like when they grow up, they'll say, oh, wow. Well, they kind of lose that spark almost. Yeah. I feel those are the people that say that they're adulting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in a way. Exactly. You shouldn't lose well, your passion. And if you notice, like in, in the movie Step Brothers, yeah. remember where the dad is like, uh, like, he, he's like, he's like, don't lose your dinosaur or whatever. And then like he sees them and they're all like, they're talking about like the weather and, and, and like small talk and small shit. talk. And like, he's like, so like he's kind of depressed because it's like they he sees that like they've lost their spark yeah and so i've noticed that with so many people and you know going back to like the the terminology adulting it's like rather than like accept and embrace being an adult and like the things that come with it yeah. it's like which how you phrased it earlier it's like like this regression yeah and, yeah. and and I remember when I was younger and seeing adults, like I never heard them express themselves like that. No, no. And then, and then to me, you, sh you realize the difference in the level, the levels of, of, of adults. Like if you notice like some of like, the, like I was watching Mike Tyson videos, Joe Rogan videos, and Kanye West videos, like just like interviews, uh, the way they talk, it's like there's like even though they're grown ass men, like like Mike Tyson was killing Why motherfuckers that in the ring. Particular medley of, of um, people. Uh, it was just like I was just watching videos of different people talking. It just happened to be, and it was kind of funny. So I'm saying you set out like you're you're. Oh no no! You set out to uh, like what was like when you started watching these videos? What so, was the 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 mindset? Behind? So it actually started with what's the dude's name from Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Um, Jason Siegel? No, the British dude. Oh, uh, Russell Brand. Russell Brand. So I guess the algorithm, it's just kind of weird actually that you mentioned it because the algorithm, it, it was a video and I showed it to you uh, when we were, we were like yeah. at Home Depot. Where he bodies that the- The news anchors. Well, and what was that? MSNBC, I think? Yes. It was the Morning Joe, whatever, whoever the fuck has that show. Garbage. So it was like three anchors and it was Russell Brand. Russell Brand was like real, like he was, I guess at the time he was um, uh, on tour- pushing this, uh, I think it was called the Messiah Complex. So I don't know if it was like a stand-up comedy thing or I haven't looked into it. Um, and I think, yeah, basically he's he's there to pretty much promote it, but like the the anchors could not be real. Like they, it's like they were incapable of just having a real conversation, like a real, like the opposite of whoever the fuck Joe Rogan is. Yeah. So, so Russell Brand, 
notably no, no authenticity yeah no authenticity no like and you could tell Russell Brand was like, "What these people like? What's wrong with them? Like, what's wrong with them?" He's like, I remember because when you showed yeah. me the video, he's like, "You all make a living doing this, yeah, like, <laughs> because it's true. It's like you make a living being so plastic and cookie cutter, not having any personality, not having any true opinion of your own. Yeah, you're literally an automaton. Yeah, you're a puppet. Yeah, and it, and sad because you look at then uh, some of the people. So then I was like, oh." From there, you, Russell Brand was like literally like getting at them for being so superficial, and it was just so easy for him because he has that like childlike. It, I don't want to say innocence, but it kind of like when I see when A I childlike see the, authenticity. Yeah, yeah, it, it like children are authentic. Yeah, like children, it's like children see things they don't like, they react. They yeah. see things they like, they react. They 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 talk to people accord in accordance to how they feel yeah. right and and that's authenticity yeah there's nothing wrong with that but again it's like people seem to like lose that in in a culture where it's like oh well you have to be like this and and then if you get if you like multiply that and, and take it to the extreme that's where you get the people it's like oh well you gotta be married by a certain age and you have to have yeah. this and, and it's all based off of like like these these I guess unwritten rules unspoken of rules that yeah. society has versus just well, be you what is it that you want yeah and, and, and then that's when it's like you start looking at stuff and, then, and so I saw an interview between him and Ben Shapiro Russell Brand and Ben Shapiro Russell Brand is more to the left Ben Shapiro is obviously more to the right just two adults having a conversation and like disagreeing and agreeing at times and then disagreeing at times it was badass so then from there in the algorithm there was a joe rogan and mike tyson conversation so then joe rogan joe rogan what i like about joe rogan is he talks to everybody and he has like an enthusiasm to just like what are you thinking what what do you have to say he why do you think in that particular person yeah and, and that's it, how i am yeah. i noticed like when i talked to like even even when we got into this uh segment I asked you like what inspired that medley of, of yeah. people that you listen. That's how I am. Like I, I am very much the type of person where, like, I like to know like what a particular person is thinking, from based off of like whatever it is we're talking about. In yeah. this particular instance, it was you know you said you were listening to Joe Rogan, Mike Tyson, and Kanye. Yeah, and it made me wonder is like, well, is that something you thought about? prior or it just kind of happened by happenstance or yeah that yeah I'm, I'm very much like that yeah and, and it's and it's nuts because you're able to be a little bit open up like like lately for example i've been like tormented not tormented like tormented like oh, i can't sleep but like really thinking about ubi because like i've thought i've thought about like some of the stuff that andrew yang has said which for people that don't know it's universal basic income yeah which is essentially the government cutting people a check every month for nothing. Yep. So, so like, at face value, I'm like, no, I don't. I, I think that's stupid. But then it's like, I like to think, well, why are they thinking that? Like, I've I've heard Elon Musk mention that, and then and then Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang is obviously on the left. Elon Musk. I don't know where he would stand. I don't really know his politics. I know like culturally, he's kind of like his own beast. But I don't know where you stand. So then I'm like, okay, if automation were to take over, how would that affect? Would UBI help? Would it? 
And instead of me being like, oh, fuck that, right? Which, initially, yes, that's what I would say. Fuck UBI. Let's, let, let's, let's, let's not go that route. I still entertain it enough to, like, try and see what the benefit of it would be. You know what I mean? Especially when you're starting to see, and not only that, not only the benefit of UBI, but also what if the government decides, all right, well, UBI is the l- l- law of the land. Like, for example, Social Security. I don't agree with Social Security. It's the law of the land, though. Now, motherfuckers, like, anyone that works, you get money taken off for your Social Security. And if you're my age or younger, well, you'll never see it. Because some people, they have, like, pension plans. Oh, yeah. And some people, their money goes into a 401k, like... Yeah, not, not everybody. It depends. Yeah. yeah, it depends on who. But it's a good enough. It's a good enough amount of people where it's like, well, are you going to get any of your money? Yes or no? You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, well, wouldn't you rather have more power for yourself to be able to invest it? It's funny because that would actually be the only time that I'm okay with the government cutting a check is to cut a check, give everybody their money back. For that they put into social security and tell them figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> like because because then like you could eliminate that like horrible program. It's it's so fucking yeah. awful. Like it, it's you don't need it. like the idea of it is is noble. It's just like okay, well you have some sort of security for when you're retired. I get that, but it's so it's managed yeah. so poorly and it, and it becomes such a drain and a burden. On the taxpayers currently. Yeah. And I would feel awful as an old person being like, oh, man, like, like I'm getting this money every month, but it's such a burden and drain on, on like, the working generation that is trying to, like, yeah. propel themselves up. No, like, the way... Because the reality is, like, I should have thought about this yeah. when I was their age. Now, oh, it's this burden. And, and so, no, like, that's... That's why it's it's it, it it should be done away with honestly like I yeah. think it's a bad it's 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 I don't agree with it I think yeah. it's a bad program but you know it is what it is yeah and I think and uh, it accounts for so much of the federal budget it's ridiculous yeah. well that's the most the most we owe in general like just owing people mm-hmm. you know a lot of people say that America's greatest debt is uh to China no it's not it's to the oh, their own people because because governments just always promise or either a pension or social security or this well no just let us handle it yeah you know but even even a pension like it's kind of in the same vein as social security but at least with a pension it's like an individual account yes to a certain extent but sometimes municipalities they use it as a slush fund but but social security there is no individual account it's literally like numbers on a piece of paper and it's just like oh this is how much you've put into it and how much you're gonna get like when you get when you'll you never get old. see it yeah nah 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 <laughs> so 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 a lot of it to me and a lot of this thinking about like and, and this is where like going back to the whole cuba thing and 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 left and extreme leftism is like this is where these things go wrong is when you start thinking only about you because no it's not all about you and and we always think oh check this will help me it'll help me do this and do that but like no like that takes out the incentive of people uh, growing and, and innovating. You know, there's going to be a time when, like, we're, this isn't even, like, anything. Like, us living in, 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 in on Earth. Like, 
you're starting to see the space force you're starting to see like people get into stem fields pushing more towards like oh well let's space travel they just had the the was a virgin mobile virgin yeah. uh galactic yeah. do the first pass like just like people traveling in space just like for a trip like there's things to 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 be that are going to be innovative and are going to change the way we work and we're going to ch- we're going to have to change with it you know what i mean and and we don't think like that when we're thinking only about oh my family oh look at my grill oh look at this i'm not saying not to think about that i'm not saying it's bad but there's a time and place for that but we always think about what's in it for me what's in it for me look at what you said what what you said was was pretty badass because you're saying me as an older person i would feel bad that i'm burdening a younger generation i think that's a noble thing to say because frankly you are yeah like it's their time to grow and do all this amazing stuff and they don't need me to be a tax burden yeah because i didn't prepare for my old age yeah like how much like if you think like how much better would things be if people prepared the way that they should there would be so many less burdens and like imagine how if, if imagine if the tax burden of social security didn't exist like like what what could be like how much more money would people have to grow and and do business and build business and do all type or travel the world or or whatever the case instead it says oh no i gotta tell uncle sam has to take this much out of your check oh uh we gotta take this much uh from property taxes oh we gotta uh this much more uh gallon per gas like all the little nickel and dime and if you look around everywhere you're getting taxed for this and taxed for that and taxed to play PlayStation online and ta- like yeah. phone tax and bag tax and tax for b- pop and everything is a tax yeah. and why and it's just like if you really add all of that shit up it's just like why why do I have to get taxed so much where is the 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 self sufficiency yeah. and so yeah like as an old person like I would I would think that way it's just like well these are things that I should have thought about when I was younger and and that's why I operate the way that I do now like I put money in the market you know I have my properties yeah. like I I operate in a way where it's just like well you know God willing when I'm older like I, I don't need of anything you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah 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 and and you're not bothering anybody you did your work and now you're you're taking care of yourself. Exactly. And and, and it's nice to, to, to be that way. And also, like, it's nice to have the resources. Like, it's good to grow and have more resources and to have the incentive to have more resources because that way you can help, right? It's 100%. Like, I think Life Math Money had, or either that or someone else, maybe Ascendant Power, uh, they had, like, a, a tweet. It's like, in your 20s. Uh, and 30s work hard in your 40s like like uh, build even more and like in your in 40s and 50s and then in your 60s pass it on like pass it on to people teach people pave the way for people and it'd be nice but but like if you're worried about the next check you're not helping you're not paving the way for the younger generation and that's and that's my point is like we don't have to you know write articles we don't have to write a book we don't have to do music we have like plenty of stuff to keep us occupied but it's because we're not looking at like oh well where's the next check gonna come from or ubi or anything like that 
No, and, and yet it's like, well, you, you stop and think, it's like, damn, like how many people listen to the podcast? How many people will read like certain articles? Like, yeah. you know, it, like that's the stuff that you do when you want to constantly propel yourself higher and higher and higher. And that's not a mindset that comes from having a check cut to you every month for doing nothing. And so yeah. I really dis totally disagree with this idea that like Andrew Yang has that like it'll make people more productive. Yeah. Nah, I, I totally disagree with because there's enough examples in the world to show that that's not the case. Go to a place, and I've used this example plenty of times on, on this show. Go to places where it's almost all subsidized, like where people live a lifestyle that's almost 100% subsidized by the government, and it's a shit quality life. Yeah. Public school, link card, the fucking uh, the, the, the government-provided phone, government-provided apartment, yeah. like like... It is not a good life. Like yeah. there is, you would. There's nothing about what you would see if if you go to a place where it has all of those elements present. Yeah. Where that's no life that you would aspire to have. That and also like, this is this wouldn't be the first, rev, like industrial type revolution, right? Like. People get displaced during these times, during great change, right? Even the pandemic has changed things in, in a way where, like, people are remotely working. And so that that's going to come with a slew of domino effect situations. But you as the individual have to observe the market for wherever you're at, right? You can't just sit down and be like, and oh, I hope like everything falls off And it's not like the automation wave, like, it's happening overnight. Yeah. Like, these things, like, they they move. They're, it's, it's a slower moving thing. And so, you know, like you have to take that into consideration is like as one thing happens, other things happen. So, you know, I could see if it was like, oh, tomorrow we wake up and it's Skynet and like the computers <laughs> control everything. Well, then, yeah, like that's cause for concern. But we're, if, if we're talking about something that like gradually happens, I'd imagine that other doors and opportunities would present themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild though. Absolutely. So um next we're going to get into a segment about the famous and hailed oh. from above lawyer Oh yeah. Michael Avenatti um and his fall from grace. So I'm going to play this clip real quick and it's um it's about it's it's pretty much the media praising Michael Avenatti for how great he is. Um, and it's just an example of how wrong they are about everything, because obviously things didn't turn out so great for Michael Avenatti. Um, but the media couldn't see through that. They didn't they never saw him as as a sleaze or a slime bag. They thought that he would bring down Trump and Trump's administration. And they thought that he was the savior and the messiah of the republic. So I'm going to play this clip. It's pretty much a compilation of him being praised and hailed by <laughs> different people of the mainstream media. And then we're going to get into the discussion about it. 
Joining us once again is Michael Avenatti. Let's bring in Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti, thank you very much. He's out there saving the <laughs> Look, country. John Meacham says he may be the savior of the republic. You are something of a folk hero now. I owe Michael Avenatti an apology. I've been saying enough already, Michael. I've seen you everywhere. What do you have left to say? I was wrong, brother. You have a lot to say. I uh, am just dying to hear what you think. Because people all like you. I'm the only person right here. Donald Trump fears more than Robert Miller. We think you guys are the tip of the spear that's going to take down Donald Trump. Michael Avenatti's a beast. Okay, that's true. And he, he's a beast. He's a beast. I hand it to yeah. her, and I hand it to Michael Avenatti. But he has a great, bigger calling here. That being a lawyer is minimal compared to what he's doing. No one has talked tougher directly to Donald Trump on TV than Michael Avenatti. And Donald Trump is afraid to mention his name. That's fascinating. Donald Trump is terrified of Michael Avenatti. He gives Trump a run for his money more than anybody else Michael Avenatti. An existential threat to the Trump presidency. The Democrats could learn something for you. You are messing with Trump a lot more than they are. He has no doubt created sheer panic in Donald Trump's very fragile mind. Michael Avenatti is laying down the law as guest co-host. And is he really thinking about running for president? Uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news. You look at the field of Democrats right now and Avenatti's the one who stands out. If they decide they value a fighter most, yes. people would be foolish to underestimate Michael Avenatti. I have always said that they need a fighter. Look, I mean, we're going to continue to use the media. I think we've used it with great success. Damn, he must be a stand-up guy. Yeah, well, it turns out that he was convicted of extortion from Nike for... And he was got uh, sentenced to two and a half years. It's just interesting. And, and why this story is uh, so... so Also facing fraud charges and tax evasion in California. So that's not even... That's oh. that's still uh, Oh, I didn't even works. know that about... Yeah. Uh, but, but what's so interesting about Michael Avenatti, and really not so much him, because he always came off as a little bit like slimy and sleazy to me. And no. like the way that I always saw him was this guy that was trying to capitalize off of Trump's celebrity by being like, oh, look, I'm the guy that's facing Trump. Me and this porno bitch, we're going after Trump. It's like, yeah, you're trying you're you're trying to bank off of off of Trump's celebrity and 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 propel yourself up. But more importantly than all of that, it was interesting to me how wrong the mainstream media always is. Think about it. Think about who the mainstream media demonizes like the kid from with the MAGA hat uh, in Washington, Nick Sandman, yeah. demonized him. Certain cops, certain police that they demonize, certain politicians that they demonize. And then you get a guy like this who they praise as a messiah and is like the sleaziest and the scummiest of them all. You get like them their praise and 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 how they uphold and respect Nancy Pelosi but she's the one that's like breaking the covid lockdown rules getting her hair done you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. or or you know the politicians that that'll say oh if you see a, a person from Trump's administration you get in their face and stuff like that yeah. but Hunter Biden's laptop no 
That shit gets 30 seconds. If in, or, or in fact, it gets the story gets banned if you talk about it. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> it gets to the point where people like us talk about these things and we put out so much information. It gets to the point where people that are taking in this information, it's like there's no way that you can be delusional about what's really going on like yeah. like it's out there so the people that do believe in that stuff and do buy it yeah. it's not in in my opinion it's not that they really buy it it's just like you are just choosing to n- turn the other cheek and not acknowledge what reality is because yeah. this type of stuff happens time and time again yeah about media i just want to warn people like with the Anton Dobson uh, quote. He's like, how'd your kids? How'd your wife? How'd your husband? They're getting everybody out here. Because <laughs> they are. Like, they they say whatever the fuck it is that they want to say. They push the narrative that they want to push. And it's frankly sad. But my, my th- I guess my, my question is, is how many people out there, do you think that it's a, 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 a vast majority of people that actually believe what they say and, like, actually agree? Like, like, with with this stuff, like we just heard this this compilation of yeah. of the mainstream media praising Michael Avenatti. How many people out there? What percentage of the population that consumes American mainstream media would agree with what these people were spewing? I'll probably say about forty. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, but I mean, look at the way people vote. So. You probably get a good cushion of 10, 10%. But it's like... The way some of these people vote... I mean... Jesus Christ! You know what I'm saying? Like, you... I have no idea... Some of the stuff that... That, that happened... During the, the, the year leading into the presidential election was just not really like looked at like a little bit deeper so to me then it would be like well the media obviously had an effect on people to an extent you know what I mean I'm not saying everybody but it has to be a good percentage so 30 to 40 percent to be honest because like most people uh, and you look at the numbers like mainstream uh, what, what do they call that uh primetime news and primetime stuff right it's available to most people or to everyone right Mm -hmm. primetime TV shows right there is a level of like garbage that you're gonna have to put up with if you stand it toe to toe with cable networks if you stand it toe to toe with like even, even shows let's just say shows you know, you put Showtime or HBO, like you're getting better quality shit. I'd rather watch Bill Maher than fucking uh, any of the late night hosts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but you got to pay <laughs> for Bill Maher. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, but, but for us, like guys like us, you don't got to pay. Yeah. Joe Rogan, up until recently, you didn't have to pay. Yeah. Um, but look at the there, no, there's no. such a, a a huge amount of content on YouTube. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
the content is out there because we're not the only guys yeah. that are willing to point this out. Like uh, Crowder is willing to point what we just pointed out about the the media and and how wrong they are or, or, or what bad judges of character they are. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like people will take the, the news as is. You know, and then from there, it's like, it's not that they won't be open to Joe Rogan or to Steven Crowder, but the thing is, is like, I think the numbers will be higher for 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 those type of networks initially. You know, because as we know, with with the internet, it's like, well, once you get a loyal following, like Joe Rogan is the biggest podcaster. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think Joe Rogan keeps it real, real enough where it makes people think. You know, like, oh man, maybe I'm looking at this wrong. You know. Um, but you're gonna see a smaller market with some of these people as opposed to like this fucking big production that these people have. They're losing power, yes, but I think I still think yeah, CNN definitely is losing. Oh power. yeah, but CNN like they they were grabbing they they were literally swinging by fucking Trump's nuts because <laughs> like they, everything was Trump. It was a Trump yeah. the hate Trump Express. Let's let's yeah. just hang on to dear life to his sack because. As long as he's here, we're going to have a future, and then he's gone, and then their fucking ratings go down. And that's the truth. And if you don't believe me, look it up. Anyone that's listening to this, look up their ratings when Trump was in office, which was already poor, because they weren't doing well with Trump in office, but they were at least surviving. And then now look at how badly they've went down after that, because they become they became the, tr- the Trump... It was like the Trump network, the Trump hate network. So, as opposed to MSNBC, who... They're not great, but at least they're not like extremely biased like CNN. They're biased, you know. But but Fox is biased to the right. We're not gonna not skip through that. But but I think are are they though? Because I mean, after the election, like to me, Fox came out. To me, Fox is like pretty balanced. I would yeah. say Tucker's to the right, but I, during the election, there was nothing really right wing about Fox at all. No, no, but I think. I think they're still, even if it's a, a small margin, they're still going to lean to the right. It's more of a, you're going to get a more Republican demographic. Now, it just so happens that In right now. In terms of viewership. Yeah, viewership, yeah. Like, you're going to, and also you're going to get like, see, the, the pendulums for the left swang so left that like a moderate Republican is an extreme you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Republican. Oh, you're far right. Far right, really? Yeah, because like I, I don't think there's anything far right now. Where I will say like, like One America News Network and and Newsmax, those are right wing yeah. news networks. Yeah. To, like in 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 a day and age where, where you have like CNN and MSNBC, One America News Network and and Newsmax, Fox is kind of in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's definitely a stark difference between them. And but but the thing is, it's like well, things are more biased. And it's so crazy how yeah. much they're growing. Who? Which one? News one America? Max and oh, one yeah. America News. Yeah. But I mean, I think too, like it's bound it's bound to happen based off of like the shit that that went on. Like people don't forget. Like what? yeah, I I never forget last summer. To the day that I die, I'm gonna be like, damn, that was one of the crazy craziest things I've ever seen. Like. They just let that shit ride. And it's like, to me, for the life of me, I can't believe 
that a whole summer went by where it was just rioting, 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 rioting. And then people are outraged about January 6th. Because if you're outraged about both, I can understand you. I can be like, oh, shit, your ass was like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. What the fuck they're doing with these protests and fucking looting and rioting? And then this January 6th shit. If you kept it real from the get-go, then I could see your argument. I still don't see an argument because it's a different but, but even But you know what's funny is like ideologically... I could rock. I could rock with the January six shit more than like the looting and rioting. And the reason why, from an ideological perspective, is the January six storming of the Capitol. Like that's government. Yeah. A Foot Locker, like burning a Foot Locker and stealing, sing- like what, what, what philosophical, ideological, <laughs> like what, like yeah. what am I missing, like philosophically here? that that's like or you know stealing from macy's because 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 my thing is like let's say they went after they went after like like for instance like them like knocking down the statues and shit i don't agree with it at all but ideologically like i see where you're coming from yeah like this is like your anti-american history like there is some sort of ideology attached to your action but fucking burning businesses and stuff yeah. like i don't that ain't got shit to do with, with nothing with like, anything. i don't understand yeah. that at all i'm still in shoes i'm still in clothes i'm still in this i'm still in that oh you're making things better man ain't george floyd yeah. ain't a difference you yeah. know what i'm saying and so that's what i mean in in, in terms of that like january 6th like those people they didn't like burn any businesses i mean you no, know. they went straight to the Capitol, to the politicians. Yeah. And there is a stark difference between that and going after what? What are you going after? Oh, you're just trying to get the come up, the momentary Chaz, come up. Chaz, Chop, like uh, the Summer of Love. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, what, what is yeah. it? What, like, what is this? So you're just here and you took over some streets and people can't come in or out? Like, what What are you doing here? Yeah. Not only that, but, but like, you heard the story about, like, the guy who had the laptop and then they stole it. And they're like, ah, oh, you can't trip because, you know, it's community shit. So I was, I was like, yeah, you're out of your goddamn mind. Someone's getting their ass whooped. Yeah. Fuck out of here. So so to me, it's like, nah, you're, you're, you were okay with all that shit. And all of a sudden now, oh, look, I'm on my high fucking horse. And to me, that's where the media hypocrisy yeah but i mean people to an extent bought it obviously some people bought it not everybody but some people bought that type of i mean never mind the cnn reporter and the fire behind him is oh it's mostly peaceful never mind that but some people still bought that so there's people out there that they'll believe what these motherfuckers will say and to me my thing is like do they really believe it or are they just are they just faking the funk is because like because that to really believe it and like all of this information that's out there or even if nobody's presenting you the information yeah. you gotta be one dumb fuck to like see a reporter saying it's mostly peaceful and seeing a fucking target burning in the back and think that it's mostly peaceful like I you believe them you can't you gotta be like a really stupid person to yeah. buy that yeah but yeah I mean or or it could just be that you're going you're going at this with the by any means type situation so that's fine by any means but then then don't be shocked about january 6th then 
because by any means there will be a pushback. Oh yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So so people forget that because by any happen. means yeah. I'm actually I'm actually like very much with that. Yeah. Like that's to me like in a sense true justice. Yeah. Like by any means, but yeah. remember remember the side that has the resources, that has the innovation, that has the guns. Yeah. That ha- you know what I'm saying. So but you're like, going against the side that has the media, has Facebook, has Twitter, has oh. Oh, you're right wing. Banned, right, banned, but, banned. But, but then that's yeah. why but that's why when January sixth things like January sixth happen, like don't get like your panties sewing a bunch because yeah. I thought it was by any means. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like how did we we joked around like or around the time that that happened and, and we covered it on the show? Is like is like uh is like uh what was it? It's like uh like the Dos Equis guys like um I don't I I don't always I don't always riot but when I do I storm the capitol. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like like remember that that's the side that like that's like damn near like taking over a overthrowing a government yeah. versus oh we burnt a fucking footlocker and stole sneakers. You yeah. know like it's a two two vastly different things if we're yeah. talking about how you phrased it by any means necessary and to me it's like well it's all fair in in that realm it's all fair because like like we said this before like when they were in state street blocking stores that's cool do that on the south side and we're there i'm getting into the store and well, if I have to punch you in the face to do well, it, and, I will. And remember what was yeah. so funny that that you mentioned and that because remember when when the riots and yeah. everything started popping off, and in certain areas where Hispanic gangbangers were protecting their neighborhood, oh, people on social media, oh, they're wrong. What are you doing? That you're not the police. This and that. Well, so you're upset that they're protecting their own neighborhood but i thought i Defend thought the police but right and i thought we're in the wild west like we you know yeah. it's popping it we're getting there well well then yeah. that's part of it then like you're okay with this fucking truck ramming you out of the neighborhood that's what i'm saying it, it's it's so funny it's like it's like no the lawlessness and the fuckery it's only cool within this little no. realm right here but like anything outside of that no it's not fair no you can't do that no that's not right oh that's wrong oh what do you want yeah. well then like what do you yeah like, it, it, are, are we with it or, or yeah are we not? if you're with the shits fuck it all right well then let the choppers chop then yeah. fuck it B- but don't be mad that now you lose sh- yeah you lose and, or, or that are these you're People are dead, like, like, cause then it gets to that point. It was getting to that point in Chicago where it's like, no, you're not gonna fuck with this neighborhood. No, you're not gonna fuck with this neighborhood. But don't be shocked. Don't be shocked that we got there. And and you know, cause if the cops can't do shit, that's fine. But then people are gonna start fucking ha- coming out with AKs and, and AR fifteen. The Arabs over yeah. by South Chicago were were patrolling their businesses yeah. with AK. 47 rifles and there were people posting videos of it saying oh look at these racist motherfuckers you're trying to destroy their business what do you mean how are they racist yeah. like if anything you're racist for coming there with yeah bad intent yeah and and then you see at the end like what is destroyed because what was allowed to be destroyed and then what still stood and it's yeah. just like well this is a neighborhood that protected itself and the type of people that protected it versus a neighborhood that just let it run rampant and it got burnt. Yeah, and it goes back to what we were talking about, this regression of a society 
in which at one point I'm I'm we're 33 years old. There was a point where we we grew up we grew up in the 90s. We grew up in the 90s into the early 2000s where things looked up for society as a whole, not for fucking whites or blacks or no, as society as a whole. Were things perfect ever? No. Are things ever going to be perfect? No. Is a utopia ever going to happen? No. But like things were moving up and then all of a sudden regression to tribalism, regression to, and it's like, well, that's where we're at now. That's where we're at. The fucking article we were just talking about. What the fuck well, is it? Well, that's uh, our next segment. Yeah. And well, which we'll talk about it. But like the USA Today has has this. Uh, and I'll read. We'll read the paragraph in a little bit. But like the far right's effort to normalize nativism, pushing America first. And it's like everything now has become black this, white that, Latin X this, the Muslims here. And it's like it sucks because like I don't I don't I don't think like that. And everyone, mostly everyone that I'm around, we don't think like that. We think like, oh, this motherfucker's a real one. Whatever you are, that's badass. Look at when we used to do foul but funny like the the, the comments. Who the fuck even what we had like the fucking the UN working for foul but funny like we were all different different walks of life, and we all had our and humor brought us together. Yeah. It was like the art of it brought us together, and so I'll never look at like a. Uh, anybody like fuck it I don't know because I mean we grew up in a Latin and black community so so we would obviously be more susceptible to be more comfortable around that but that's not I'm not gonna look at a white person and be like oh I'm, I'm uncomfortable or I'm not gonna look at a fucking uh, I don't know like Chinese person oh yeah I'm uncomfortable now or yeah. a fucking a Muslim oh I'm uncomfortable no like let me have a conversation that, with to this me, person that is and this is a good segue into the next segment because that is what pushing America first is, is like this idea that like, yeah, you're open to everything. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know why the left and their machine, they're so preoccupied with, oh, well, pushing America first is like white, 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 when there's plenty of America first people that are not white at all. They're Cuban. Like, they're all over the place yeah. on online. Uh, uh, they're politicians. They're everywhere. But it's just they want to stick to this narrative, and like you said on uh, in yeah. that article, they said that uh, Marjorie Green she pointed out issues that she has with uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, Ayanna Presley, Inan Omar, and uh, uh, Rashida Tlaib, yeah. uh, um, uh, a black lady, um, yeah. um, two Muslims, and and a Hispanic, but. What does that have to uh, but do? But does she have a problem with them because they're of those cultures, yeah. or does she have a problem with them because they're morons? Yeah, because they're morons first. Like I don't think because if that was the case, then how come she didn't bring up having a problem with Tim Scott, Tim Scott yeah. or Marco Rubio or any other number of people yeah. that are in in Congress that are Republicans that are not. Well, they're white. xenophobes, though. So, or I or they have internalized uh white supremacy like that's, a, that's all like bullshit. that's all these people come up with is shit like that you can't quantify well, it's all it's yeah. all shit that that you can't you can't quantify like how i was telling you um cuz the new movie uh a quiet <laughs> i was about to tell you to mention that like a, a new movie a quiet place is the quiet place 2 is out 
So like I saw the the <laughs> what it got on Rotten Tomatoes because I remember seeing the first one and the yeah. first one was a well made movie. Yeah. And what was interesting to me about the first uh, Quiet Place movie was that John Krasinski, who's a, a comedy actor from The Office, wrote and directed it. Yeah. So to me, or I don't know, he at least directed. It. I'm not 100 percent sure if he wrote it. Yeah. But to me, that was like wild is like this comedy guy is like directing this really well-made scary movie. And so now with the second one being out, I was interested in, okay, like what are people saying about it? How are people talking about it? So in me looking... He helped with the screenplay, but I think it was written already. Uh, it was a screenplay and I guess he contributed to it but oh. he also directed it okay so well, yeah, I know he credits. for sure directed yeah. the first and the second one I know that for sure and so as I was reading about the newer one like what critics had to say about it and whatnot, I came across hold on <coughs> excuse me bless you um, I came thank you I came across uh, a review from the New Yorker for the first one, <laughs> which was years ago, and the title of the of the article from the New Yorker is "The Silently Regressive Politics of a Quiet Place," oh. and I, I'm not going to get into it and 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 uh, read the whole thing, but it's just interesting because, according to this guy from the New Yorker. What makes the politics of A Quiet Place regressive is that, and I mean, this guy is really living in his own world. It's about a white family that keeps quiet around big, dark monsters. And the movie also has undertones that perpetuate gun culture and blue collar lifestyle. So... So he needs a shrink is what he this needs. This is regressive. Like, what a reach. This is, like... Some undealt with issues. You are, like, hypercritical and delusional. Like, you're yeah. not living in reality. This is literally a movie about some fucking monsters from, like, another planet. And you are somehow making it... Yeah. Whereas, if anything, to me, the fact that, like, you went that route and you reached so hard... To me, like, the in, in my logical mind... You're racist. I I would make me think that you're a racist because yeah. like what? So somehow you're comparing. Or you're off your rocker. You're comparing like like people of color to like these big monsters, or because the 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 writer and the director never said that. So like you're making your own yeah. your own conclusion based off of what? So so what do you think about people of color that they're monsters? Right. And attack and, white people? Is that what you think? Like that that's essentially huh. that's it. because nobody else has said uh, nobody that's been in the process of creating the movie has said that. Yeah. So you're coming up with your own conclusion and the fact that you've reached this conclusion just the only thing that I could come up with is that's what you truly believe. This is what you think. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's just it's not that. It's not that. Like you could think that in your mind in your sick mind but it's just that movie was not about that so just what what do you are people and this is where it goes back to the whole like do people actually read this shit and take it serious what percentage yeah that's I'd what like I would like that's know. what I would like to know is like like who would read that article from New, New, the New Yorker yeah 
and think that this guy is onto something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, no, it, it would be. I wouldn't even know how to react to some like something like that. Like if it was like brought like if I had a friend and they wrote or if you like that, I'd be like, "What are you, huh?" I would just be honest. Like, what? You're out of your mind. The fuck is what? <laughs> It'd be like that that meme or not that meme that gif with a uh, Russell Westbrook. He's like, "What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about?" <laughs> because I'd be I would, I would just be like, "This is dumb. This yeah. is dumb." There's things to read when there's things to read. And I feel like a lot of film critics try they're tryhards. Yeah. Like the best film critics, they take it as is and as, like, "All right, cool. Obviously, this is what this person meant with this. Like, like for example, the whole fucking rose petals in, 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 in um, American Beauty. Obviously, that's obvious. Or the orange in The Godfather. Obviously, there's some undertones to that. We understand that. But when you, like, go overboard and now you start fucking trying to make up these worlds and these things that this person is thinking, when it's clearly not about that, I mean, these people should be shunned by other critics. Yeah. Take the garbage out. But no, it won't because because now it's like even Hollywood has has switched into the whole woke shit, and it's like, and it doesn't seem to be benefiting them too much. No, because it's still garbage is garbage at the end of the day. Yeah, whether a fucking Latino writes it or a white person, like it, it it's garbage because you're you're faking the funk and you're not you're not really getting the best out of out of people, you know, you know like. You could keep saying uh, th- this movie's good, but if it's not good, it's not good, and no one's gonna watch it, and and people are gonna think this is weird, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that to me is a little bit more offensive is the fact that you'd actually give me the opportunity to make garbage because I'm a Latino. To yeah, me, that exactly. I thought, wow, I got I I got in kind of handicapped. You know what I mean? Exactly. As opposed to the guy who did fucking the Reverend, as he was a Latino. If I'm not I, mistaken, I believe so. Yeah, you know, he made a good movie. That's good. That's really good. Like, oh, that's. But like, if you have that asterisk, like, oh man, I got in because like there was a criteria, and I just right. met and, the criteria. And, and what alleviates all of that nonsense is the America First approach. Yeah. It's just like it doesn't matter, black, white, woman, man, fat, skinny. Just put out a good product put out good policy, have a good platform, and that's all that matters. Like, it doesn't have to be, oh, I'm getting voted in because I'm this. I'm getting voted in because I'm that. Like, literally, I would say 50% of Stacey Abrams' platform is because like, a lot of people saying are, are saying that she's probably going to run for governor against Herschel Walker. Yeah. 50% of her platform is that I'm a black woman. That's... Fi- okay, what be. does this do for anybody? Yeah. W- what does this fix? You know what I'm saying? I think it helps you in the sense, like, if you ran, right, and you just have a certain way that you are, right, a, l- a certain flair, it helps you marketing-wise in the sense that, like, you're you. But otherwise, like, you know, if I ran, I wouldn't pers- be like... That's a personality trait. Exactly. That's not... That doesn't have anything to do with platform. Yeah. It's like... It's like... If, it, it, I could see what you're saying if, like, somebody's like, oh, she's she's uh, a big black woman. It reminds me of my grandma type thing. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. Well, that's kind of like like a happenstance, but exactly. that has nothing to do with like her what, being black, like like your position on taxes, yeah, and and, and, and uh, uh, election integrity and and big tech and yeah. you know what I'm saying. They, they don't got nothing to do with none of that. Yeah, and and, and it's like, well, are we policy first or black first? What the or fuck is or, this shit? or you know what? What is it? And so that's why the America first approach. Yeah. Is is a good approach, and and I think USA Today is wrong with what they're they're trying to swing with. Oh, why? You know, got to be careful with that. I, and then even the 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 whole stance on, on nativism, right? Uh, because oh, we're anti-immigrant. Oh, we're anti-immigrant. No, we America is not anti-immigrant. Illegal immigration, yes, yeah, it was illegal immigration, illegal. Keyword illegal. When you look at the shit that California, I don't know if they if, if they're actually if that went through or not with the whole like the yeah yeah like where where like if you're if you don't have papers you can still get medically seen and you don't have to worry about shit like that. But even in the medical or even in the democratic debates, everyone raised their hand about oh well, yeah if, if you don't have papers and you don't pay taxes you can still you know yeah, have health care. Free healthcare, and it's like, well, no, that's not how things work. And this is not coming from a mean place. No, I don't want to fucking see a sick immigrant. But at the same time, you have to have levels to to what you're willing to pay for that. Exactly, and it's like, well, you start looking at things from the perspective of, well, who are we? I thought you cared about. Poverty stricken areas. I'm not even for free health care, let alone free health care for illegals. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, but you know, like it, it almost they almost counteract their whole oh well, you know, uh the blacks and Hispanics in poor in poor neighborhoods. Well yeah, you're not helping them much by helping illegals get that shit over your own citizens. And don't act like you care for them because these motherfuckers been poor for decades and you motherfuckers ain't done none for them. Yeah, yet. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, so so, so to me, it's like, well, no, you just don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And you, yes, America does come first. Now, if America's doing great and like, like well, well, we talked about swinging about swinging uh, the whole, well, let's see what happens with Venezuela or Cuba. You could start talking like that if America's doing great. The fact of the matter is, America hasn't been doing great, and so that's when, we when America even became know if first. Our elections are on point. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know what I'm saying? That's a whole issue. It's racist to have an ID. That's where we're at here in America. So no, we got a lot of stuff to worry about here that you have to fix here before you start going everywhere else trying to help the whole world when you can't even help yourself. Exactly. It's a recipe for a disaster. Hundred percent. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share it with them on our podcast platforms. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.